Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. been trying to declutter your house and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Lockwood, and on the surface, I teach you how to declutter your home so you can focus on what matters most to you as a mom, which I'm guessing isn't those laundry mountains, dishes stacked to the sky, and the tornadoes you clean up all day. My hope for this podcast is so much more than teaching you to declutter. I record all of my episodes live and in real time so that you can have the experience of a mom friend who gets you and is there for you. My audio isn't perfect, my kids might interrupt us, but the conversations we have are real, impactful, and proof that there are other moms like you that decluttering has worked for. If you want to join me and thousands of other moms for live episodes, go find us on Instagram and Facebook. 
Just search Motherhood Simplified and we'll welcome you with open arms. See you soon. All right, everybody, welcome to story time episode. I'm breaking down this story into, I'm not exactly sure yet how many episodes it's going to be. It's going to be either two or three. Um, I don't have any notes for it because this is a story that I'm telling you from my heart. Um, I am telling you the story of motherhood simplified. Okay. Because yes, I teach you guys how to declutter. I teach you how to simplify your life. But as I've done this, as I've gotten to know you guys as I have taught you all, as I have created these, this content and these systems and these programs and everything in these podcast episodes to help you do this. I've processed my own story of like what, what I've actually done in my own life, lessons I've learned from it, how it's, you know, impacted our family and why I'm so freaking passionate and pumped up and excited every single day to get to be a part of your world. Okay. Hey, Sierra. Um, so that's why there's no notes today. This is just like a real deal conversation. We're starting from the very beginning because I can't tell you how it's impacted our family without giving you the full story. So it's story time. Okay. It's story time. So let's start at the very beginning when I became a mom. So I had my first daughter with my husband and I, guys, P.S., I have the, the baby sleeping in the backpack on my chest right now. And I have Kaylee who's awake because her nap time is weird and she's been needing me to lay with her. So I can't record during nap time. Anyway, not that you care. This is what happens when I don't get notes. <laughs> hey, Lindsay and Kachera and Sierra and Megan and everybody. Okay, so I had my first daughter, Kate, or not Kaylee. I have a lot of daughters. Brianna, Breezy K., when I was 19 years old. Okay. And it was my husband and I's first kid together. He has, um, a son from before me and I felt like I, I did pretty well for having my first baby and only being 19. And I was in my second year of college. I was getting my bachelor's degree in early childhood education. So I was juggling working full-time. I was a full-time nanny which was nice because I had to bring her with me and then I moved into another position, but I was in school full time because it was important to me. Hey, Kachera. Um, it was important to me to get that at the time. I wanted to be a teacher. Um, I ended up not using my teaching degree, um, and going the Montessori route, but <laughs> irrelevant, but I felt like having my first baby, I did pretty well. It was pretty smooth. My work made it pretty easy. Um, the second job that I got, I got to bring Brie with me and continue to breastfeed her at work. And I switched to an online school so I could continue my schooling and things were pretty good. Things were good with my husband. Um, he's always been a great and supportive and loving husband. And then, you know, with my first baby, I, we, we didn't have a lot of money. We were pretty broke. And I felt like I needed to get all of the things, right? When I made my baby list, I was like, I need the swing. I need the rocker. I need the vibrating chair. I need the, the 
honestly, guys, I can't even remember what we had. I need the play mat. I need the, this toy, that toy, this gadget, this thing, blah, 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 all of the things. I felt like I needed it all. And I was really discouraged and upset because I didn't have the money to get it all, right? But I did have a lot of friends who gave me a lot of hand-me-downs. Breezy was the first grandchild on my side of the family. She was the first granddaughter on my husband's side of the family. And so we got a ton of stuff. We got a ton of stuff. We had a lot of stuff, stuff that we didn't need. We had a ton of clothes. I got hand-me-downs from everybody, every single one of my friends. Which, And it was funny because um, one of my friends had three boys and she gave me all of her hand-me-downs for Brie, who was a girl. And I was like, I, okay, I guess, the, I guess this is what people do and I will keep them all because what if I have a boy? And guess what? I did end up having a boy. Um, we had my second son, um, just Kaylee, or not Kaylee. I'm going to get my, my kids' names mixed up, guys, because I do all the time. Breezy was just under two years old when I had my second son. And adjusting from that to having both of them, two under two, was extremely difficult. And guess what? I'm living that life right now where um, Kaylee was also just under two when I had Tara. And it's hard. Okay, it's hard. It's a lot of work. It's physically demanding. It's messy. It's crazy. And that's when things really started to get hard for me. Um, and just like with Brie, I felt like we needed all of the things. So all of the things that I didn't get with Brie, I got with Derek. All of the things that I got in girl colors with Brie, I got in boy colors for Derek, which is so dumb, but I did it. Um, I kept getting hand-me-downs from everybody. I kept getting gifts from everybody. By that point, my friends were also having more kids. So it was just like this continuous cycle of more and more crap in my house, getting more and more overwhelming. And not only that, my life was more overwhelming because we had more kids. My life was more overwhelming because I had just, um, I had my son on April 29th and I graduated with my bachelor's degree on April 30th. Um, so life was speeding up in that way. Um, my husband ended up, he was a contractor for a cable company and he walked in one day and they were like, we're not doing contracting anymore. Um, so he ended up having a career switch, which ended up being the best thing that ever could have happened to us. But when you have a three week old baby and your husband comes home and says, Oh, I don't have a job. I've got to go find something else. That's scary. That's a whole different set of pressure. Right? So we had that going on. Um, I had to, I no longer, because I had my degree and I was going to go get a teaching position, I no longer had the freedom of the other jobs that I held before, which were either a nannying position for families or um, working. I, I always positioned myself <laughs> at, the, at the schools as some sort of a director or leadership position so that I could, let me turn off my Facebook on my computer. Um, so that I could bring my kids with me and have that freedom. But then when I had Derek and I was moving into an actual teaching position at the early Head Start or Head Start and early Head Start, I couldn't do that anymore. And I had to pump at work and I had to send my tiny little baby to daycare, which for me stressed me out. Um, I had some pretty bad experiences, to be honest, with the daycares that he was at. Um, one of them was the one that I was working at. And before I moved to Head Start and I decided to leave him there for consistency and it was a mistake and I knew that it was a mistake, but I had a bad experience, which 
I'm only sharing you these, sharing these things with you to kind of give you the bigger picture of like everything that was going on. I, I didn't have daycare for, you know, a provider that I could trust for my, my, my newborn. I, my husband was in the middle of a career transition going, you know, he's always been an entrepreneur. So he was ramping up his business, which is stressful and money is tight and inconsistent and sometimes non-existent. Um, I had to, you know, do my first year of teaching and figure all of that out. I had two kids under two plus a stepson. Um, I was dealing with the physical aspect of having two kids in two years and all of the hormones shifts and swings and dealing with that. And it's insane. I can tell you that right now that I am still like experiencing Kate or Tara is two months old. I'm experiencing the, po the hormone shifts, right? Like waking up with night sweats, crying for no reason. Right. But it's manageable for me now. Like I can understand it and I know ways to help myself through it now instead of just suffering like I did with my first two. Um, thank you, Jenny. Um, but like, no wonder I was stressed out and overwhelmed. Now add on top of that, I keep hitting my microphone. So hopefully the sound is okay. Um, add on top of that, let me move this real quick. <laughs> so I stopped hitting it with my hands. Add on top of that a super cluttered and overwhelming home that I did not want to be in ever. I did everything I possibly could to avoid being in my home, to avoid being in my home with my baby, which made it harder to be the mother of a baby. It made it harder to continue to pump. It made it harder to continue to breastfeed. It made it harder to keep that relationship thriving with my toddler and my stepson and my husband and myself. And, um, my, my, my home was a place that I avoided. I did not want to be there because I could not, no matter what I did, keep up on dishes and laundry. And I was sick of the toys everywhere. And it was a really, really difficult time in my life. And because I can be where I'm at right now with, you know, the same two under two scenario, plus three older kids, plus running a business and all of these things, it would have been so much easier on me if I had that home that was easy to be in. If I had that home that I wasn't trying to escape, if I had that home that I could come home to at the end of the day and just snuggle my toddler and baby instead of being like, I have so much crap to do. I have so much laundry to do. I didn't do the dishes again last night and now I have three days of dishes to catch up on, right? Like all of those things just made it that much harder on me. And I did not know it at the time. I don't think I even knew that decluttering was a word. <laughs> I don't think I knew that minimalism was a thing. I don't think that I knew that simplifying was possible for any moms. It was not on my radar at all. I did not, I just, I didn't know. I thought that, and I had submitted to the idea of motherhood being synonymous with burden and overwhelm and never catching a break and always being behind and feeling like you're drowning and having no friends and having a crappy relationship and feeling disconnected from everyone and everything, including myself. I just accepted it as normal and I was miserable, right? 
and it sucked. I did not enjoy it at all, but I just didn't know that there was any other option. Right. Um, and I would justify it to myself. I would say things like I would rather spend time with my kids than clean my house, which is true, but I wasn't spending time with my kids anyway, um, because I was so stressed out and overwhelmed and burdened and behind on everything. Um, I would say things like good moms don't have time for friends. Good moms don't have time to take care of themselves. Um, my husband and I can be together once the kids are all grown up, right? Like I'll see you when the kids are grown. And I just accepted that. Um, Leanne says, you're describing my life. Can't wait to get to the other side. Yes. So this does have a happy ending guys. And it, and it, I hope that it helps you realize that I've been, I've been where you're at. Like I've lived that life and I know there's another way. So we'll get, we'll get to that. But, um, <laughs> all of those things, I just was like, this is it. This is, this is my life. Like, this is what I have to have, right? This is what I get. Um, and so we made it like another two years. Like, like I said, my husband switched over to doing what he's doing kind of now, um, which is a hundred percent commission position. He saw the potential in it and he's always been an entrepreneur. So I was just like, whatever, like whatever, do the thing. Let's just make some money and be okay. Right. Like get out of this survival mode. And about two years later, two years after having my son, my husband was in, he had been in the business for a while. He was doing well. He was seeing success and he was like, it's okay, Naomi. It's okay. Um, he was seeing success and we're from Alaska. Okay. I was born and raised there. He moved there when he was about seven. So he was basically born and raised there and Alaska is small. Okay. There's not a whole lot of room to grow. And he jokingly said one day, what would you think if we moved to a big city? And I just like totally dominated my business. And I thought he was joking. I thought he was joking. <laughs> I was like, okay, buddy, like nobody ever leaves Alaska. And definitely we don't ever leave Alaska, right? Like this is, this is where we're at. This is where we stay. This is it. And then um, like two weeks later, he had an interview for a position in Florida and he went down and interviewed there and accepted it on the spot and then was like all right like we're moving to Florida and <laughs> I was like okay so like when do we have to be there thinking that we had like months and he was like we'll probably have like six weeks until I until he had to be there and then we'll have a little bit longer you know for like you guys to get down there and then that was not the case. Turns out the, the person who hired him was like, if you want it, you know, a lot of people want this position. So if you want it, we need you here. It was like the next week, it was like 10 days later. And so, <laughs> so, um, he was like, okay. So he came back to Alaska, um, mostly just to see us because he wasn't going to see us for about a month. Um, got a house that was fully, fully furnished in Florida for us. And he went down to Florida and I stayed behind and got rid of all of our stuff. We only brought what fit into our suitcases, which was one suitcase per person. So he brought his one suitcase and I brought one suitcase for me and the kids and got rid of everything else in our home to move to Florida. 
So the first lesson <laughs> that I want you guys to know that I learned without really realizing that I learned it is that you have to be decisive. Okay, when you are decluttering your home, you, you have to make decisions, right? And for us, it was the decision of, do we wanna stay here in the convenience of our home and our stuff and everything that we've ever known or do we want to go pursue the life that we actually want right so my husband saw the potential in the job in florida he saw how many doors it would open up for us he saw how much it would help his business and he was right i thought he was crazy we'll talk about that in this second part but we had to make a decision do we want to keep living this life that we're in right now or do we want to let it go and go find something better okay now when you are decluttering your home you're not doing anything differently than that. Okay, maybe, actually, probably, almost pretty much all of you <laughs> are not going to be decluttering your house, your entire house in four weeks and moving Alaska to Florida or across the country or maybe even to a new house, but you are making the decision to look at the life that you have right now and see the life that you want on the other side of your clutter and you are making the decision to move toward that life instead of staying in the same one that you're in and the same one that feels comfortable, but it's not. It feels secure and safe, but it's not. It feels like normal, but it's not, right? And you are doing the exact same thing. You are learning to become decisive and you are learning to move toward that life that you want. And you are doing it at the expense of letting go of your clutter. Um, so, you're not doing anything differently than we did. Okay, we had to make a choice and we had to be decisive. And we, we, this is how tight money was, guys. We didn't have enough money to pay for the extra baggage to get two suitcases each, right? It wasn't worth it anyway. Like, what can you fit in a second suitcase that's really that important? Nothing. Um, we made the decision to leave all of the stuff behind because we didn't have the money or the means to ship it in any way we looked at moving trucks we looked at moving companies we looked at pods we looked at pallets we looked at all of the things it wasn't affordable to us and while i was convinced that it was worth the money my husband was is a numbers guy and he was like why are we going to spend you know six to eight thousand dollars to ship this crap on a pallet across the continent when we can let it go and start fresh right like you're going to be spending the money in some way you might as well spend it just starting over instead of packing up a whole bunch of random useless crap. Okay. And by the way, he was right. Um, we did not want to put it into storage in Alaska. First of all, it's cold in Alaska. Second of all, we didn't know when we were going to come back. And third of all, it just felt like more work. It felt like more work. Like, why are we going to pack all this up and save it in a storage unit and then live in a completely different part of the world, essentially, with a whole bunch of stuff stored up that maybe one day we'll want to have shipped to us, right? Like it just didn't make sense. And that's the second lesson. I tell you guys this all of the time. Your clutter is not that important. It's not that important and it's not that special. And I can tell you that because I've lived it, okay? I've lived it, I've seen it, I've made the decisions, I've done the things, I know it to be true. Your clutter is not that special and it's not that important. And yeah, it costs money, but it's costing you way more, 
right? It's costing you your life. If you want to get real, it's costing you your life because you're spending your days miserable, tired, stressed, overwhelmed, burdened, never being able to catch up, never being able to connect with your kids, never getting to a place where you feel satisfied and happy, right? It's costing you your life. Um, Haley's back here in her baby shirt. Hi, can you not do that? <laughs> um, so yeah, that's part one. Those are the lessons that we learned. Um, we are going to move into part two. Everybody on Facebook, don't go anywhere because I'm just hitting stop record on here and then we'll start over. Hey friend, did you love this episode? If you did, I would love if you took a screenshot of it and shared it with somebody else. Okay. The whole point of this is to create a community of moms who get each other who support each other, and who when they find something that helps them, they share it with somebody. So I would love if you shared this podcast with somebody with maybe just a little note about how it helped you or how it inspired you so that it can help somebody else. I would also love it if you left me a review. Leaving a review lets me get better stats on the internet and blah, blah, blah. Basically, it helps me help more moms like you. I would so appreciate it. If you hated this episode, I'm sorry, but I'm also kind of impressed that you listened to it all and you're still listening. So still leave me a review, still share it <laughs> because I'm sure somebody can benefit from it. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, Head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the motherhood simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.